Welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. Well, today we have a special treat. My husband, Jesse Paul Goman, is the special guest today because this week we are celebrating eight years of marriage. Jesse, you want to say hi? She did it. She got me on here. <laughs> I got to admit, this is a little bit out of my element. Talking to women on a podcast is out of your element? I guess so, yeah. Never never done it before. Oh, well. First time for everything. But I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad that you are. It's actually, I, I, this is very special to me that we get to do this on our anniversary. Aww. I think it's pretty cool. That's very nice. Just to give you guys a little visual, if you've ever seen the end of 16 Candles when they're sitting cross-legged across from each other... <laughs> That is me and Alexander. <laughs> That's right what we're now. doing we are right this minute. Cross-legged on uh, our bed, looking into each other's eyes. So that makes me Molly Ringwald. And that makes me Jake, whatever his yeah, name was. Yeah, what was that actor's name? <laughs> I don't know. He was <laughs> one-hit wonder. He was pretty hot though. That's all I know. <laughs> he was a hottie. I loved Jake. An '80s hottie. Definitely wanted to be like him. <laughs> the funny thing is that movie came out before we were born. Yeah, but you know, I saw it. Oh, way before we were born. Right? What, like 82? Okay, yeah, we're dating mid-80s. ourselves. Okay. Well, anyways, so we thought it would be cool to talk about our relationship today, to talk about marriage, to talk about funny things. I think that people can have, I don't know, I feel like marriage, there's so many elements to it, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> And I think people can have a lot of, like, you know, you can look at someone's social media or, like, look at someone's life and get an impression of their marriage. I think everybody feels the pressure to have a good marriage. Right. Everybody feels that. Totally. And I would say that we have a great marriage, but it's definitely a very imperfect marriage. Oh, absolutely. Right? From from the, the day we started dating, your parents used to always say... Yeah. That we had a high-functioning relationship, which is another way of saying... <laughs> that we fought. We fought more than <laughs> they did or any of your other siblings and their spouses I know. did. I know. I think that was their way of being like, welcome, you have our most stubborn child. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's like, true. Like you were the problem in our high-functioning relationship. <laughs> I'm glad that you can finally admit that, that you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You're perfect. Okay, so Jesse, do you want to read the scripture yeah. that you wanted to, to share? So I always ask whoever is on the podcast to share a scripture that means a lot to them on whatever topic they want to talk about. So yeah, so this was the scripture Jesse chose. Yeah, so I was just thinking about our marriage, and it's kind of historic. We are coming up, this will be our ninth, this is our ninth wedding anniversary no it's our eighth it's our eighth and <laughs> glad we it just that feels like not already <laughs> no it's our it's our eighth wedding anniversary yes and come this september 3rd it will have been 10 years since the day that we first met that like makes me just we've seen a good chunk of life together i know that makes me emotional in That's a good or a bad way. in a really good way yeah. it's a lot of life also makes me feel kind of like we're getting older. Yeah. 
But okay, you know, sorry, as you going. as you get older, you get you you start to have more of a perspective, and you're not just in it. You're looking back on it. You're looking back on life. And so when I was thinking of ten years since the day we met, and looking back a little bit on life, I think one of the things that has become more and more important to me when it comes to life, but certainly when it comes to having a good marriage. And mm-hmm. you know, now we're two kids deep, mm. and you know, so you could add on top of that, raising a awesome family, as they say. This idea in Matthew 7, where Jesus is preaching about how you have to build your life on the rock, has only become more and more important and more and more true mm. as I gain more life perspective, as I look back on life. But this is how he ends the Sermon on the Mount and this incredible sermon that Jesus preaches. He ends it. By saying, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. And for both the man who built his house on the rock and the man who built his house on the sand, the streams and the and the the storms came and the streams rose, mm-hmm. and that's just life. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the the troubles in life they come on a random Tuesday when you least expect it, as Boz Lerman said in the <laughs> sunscreen song, and uh, and they they come for everybody. Yeah, at some point. And no, no one can escape that. And um, of course, since I've been married to you, I just feel like life just keeps getting better and better for mm. me. But probably more challenging and more challenging on your side of no, things. No, <laughs> uh, my life is so good because of you. But I think that this scripture is so important to me because I, I, I guess I see people trying to build their life on all kinds of things. And they think, oh, this is what will help me to have a great marriage. This is what will help me to have a great mm. family and you know kind of the classic thing in New England is if we can have a beautiful home right right and little league baseball <laughs> and a house in the cape and we'll spend the summer there which hey those things would be pretty nice yeah i i guess i just i see people thinking this is this answer. is what's going to make our 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 lives happy is we're going to have this nice little family unit in this dream home and our dream vacations and yet I, I, I just don't see people fight. I see people fighting and struggling when the streams come yeah. and the, or when the storms come and the streams rise and, and I feel like the thing that we've held on to over the years that has helped us to have a great marriage is building our, our marriage and building our family on the rock, on the word of God mm. and trusting that he created us, he created families, mm. he created marriage and so he knows what the foundations of it should be. He knows how to have the best marriage and how to have the best um, the best family. So this scripture has just proven true, more and more true to me over the years and has made more and more sense to me over the years. And I appreciate it more and more mm. as time goes by. I love that. No, I think that's I think that's so true. And I think you and I obviously come from pretty different definitely backgrounds um was definitely different than yours when it comes from 
to conflict and fighting and uh, but I think there's so much that we learned from each other like I know even um your mom and I have joked about how you know even coming from a family in New England like you have versus me being raised in the south our comfortability with conflict and and it being okay I think is very different like you would feel like a New Englander Oh, we're just having a conversation, and I'm like, <gasps> we're fighting, we're fighting, we're screaming, and at you're each like, other. no, we're finally making sense. <laughs> <laughs> and but it also, I think I learned, oh, there's there conflict isn't always bad, you know, in marriage, um, because when your foundation is the rock, and it is scripture, you have a way out of conflict, yeah. and I think that's something I've really learned from your family, you know, is. Yeah. Hey, we don't sweep things under the under the rug. Like if there's if there's something going on with the family, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. And that's actually something that God knew I needed, and that I've learned so much oh, yeah. from your family. Yeah, and and I think that a lot of times what I can see happen for both men and women in marriages is they either become a doormat because they don't want conflict, or they become a stuffer because they don't want to deal with conflict. And that is something that you and I have definitely, we've definitely dealt with conflict. There was no, there was no way to be married without learning. Or a fire hydrant of anger and feelings, I think would be the other thing that people can become in marriage for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just think uh, uh, we've, we've had to deal with conflict Mm. and, 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 and I, I think it's, it's been a benefit to us because we've, we've learned how to have a, I think it's been part of what's helped us have a healthy marriage is we, we have conflict, but we haven't become, how did you describe it? A fire hydrant of yeah. emotion. Uh-huh. I'm in a glass box of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, we, I don't think we've become that. And at times we've struggled to be doormats or stuffers yeah. but we've we've learned how to work through and deal with our conflict in, in healthy ways and I mean the Bible definitely has a lot to say about that and oh my I think gosh. that's been yes. our guiding light oh totally well do you remember I guess like what would you say are some of the biggest fights oh please no don't I'm not asking that let's open those boxes up no, again. no 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 <laughs> the biggest turning points I would say what do you think some of those, like, our biggest turning points in our marriage have been? Yeah. Wow. Um, this would have been a great question for you to prepare me with. Okay, I, I'll no, answer no, no. one. I'll <laughs> yeah. answer it. I have one. Okay, so one of the things that comes to mind is, do you remember when we read uh, Sacred, Sacred Marriage? Sacred Marriage, yep. Yeah, I feel like that was a really big turning point where it talks about how the purpose of marriage isn't to make you happy but holy. And I feel like that was a profound turning point for me. I remember that summer. I think I read that book. I I read like two books about marriage simultaneously. And it was just like a metanoia mind shift of, I think it was at a point where probably it had been a couple years into our marriage. And I just realized, wow, like I've been thinking about marriage in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I haven't been thinking about it in terms of, how is this bringing me closer to God? How am I, you know, glorifying God in the ways that I'm trying to be a good wife? Like, you know, it's easy to get self-focused in yeah. marriage. And so I felt like that book really changed me. Like in a it's lot easy of ways. to focus on what am I getting? What and am what I is getting? This, as yes. opposed to, oh, this is a relationship 
like any relationship that you engage in where it, it teaches you things. And I think God has taught us so much about how to be more like him through being And that we're sanctifying each other. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like that this relationship more than any other will help me get to heaven. And I firmly believe that. Like you will help me get there for sure. Yeah. And I you, love you. I love you too. And you've changed me a lot. And, and I think that's... I think you and I are able to take a step back and realize, oh, that's God working. You know, yeah. God is kind of changing, changing us through one another. But do you want me to? End yeah, tell me your turning point. A big turning point for me. Well, um, I'm trying to choose between two, but I, I think, uh, I think that there there are a few different moments where I feel like God was shattering the selfishness within me, and I think something that when I look back to my days as a single man mm-hmm. and when I look at the world around us and I just think about a lot of men that I know, I think men can just be filled with so much selfishness. Mm. And I think it's easy in this world to be selfish as a man because, um, you know, whoever, whoever sang, I forget who it was. It's a man's world. What was that? Uh, James Brown. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think it, it can, it can be easy as a man to just feel like everything is for you and everything is mm. handed to you. And, um, and I think that there, I remember this one moment where we were talking with another couple in our church. And <laughs> this is what I he thought he was you talking would say. about my faces. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he was, he was talking about the faces that I was making. Mm-hmm. And it was all about, you know, the conversation was all about how I had hurt you and how I had, uh, hurt your feelings and and how I I just over the course of time I was doing little things and different things that were deflating you and hurting your feelings Mm. and um that was the first year of marriage yeah this was year one and I remember this was a turning point for me where I just was like I don't know what these faces are that you're saying that I'm making (laughs) like I don't you're saying I'm making faces but I don't even think I'm making a face right now I said I wish there was a mirror right next to your head so yeah. that when you said, why are you making that face at me? I could look at the mirror and be like, oh, this is the face this guy's <laughs> talking about that I'm making. And as I was telling him that, he stopped me and he pointed to you mm-hmm. and he said, Jesse, this is your mirror. This mm-hmm. right here, Alexandra, you need to learn to read her. When you say something and her face falls, when she starts tearing up, when she looks discouraged, but you don't you don't try to read her. You don't you're not considering how she's feeling and it was a turning point for me like oh you know I've got to try to actually understand my wife like Mm. women and men are very different and I just don't understand her and that's not something that when you're living in an apartment with a bunch of guys we just we just go the other way you know we don't consider like what is he feeling and what I just said to him how is that how did that <laughs> land on him? And and it was like the first step for me in many, many steps. I mean, now, like I was saying before, we're, uh, we're two kids deep and they're both precious little girls. And so right. that was like a big step, like step one in many over the past eight years right. of me having to break down my selfishness as a man and learn that, no, I, I'm... God put me here in your life and in those two beautiful little girls' lives to take care of them mm. and to be uh, attentive to their needs and to be ready to jump up and be a firefighter and 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 you know put fires out at whenever wherever they need to be and 
and then I, I'm paying attention to what's going on instead of just being kind of in my own selfish world. And uh, I just learned to look at you like, oh, this this beautiful, wonderful woman, I, I can't just steamroll her with my own thoughts and opinions. Like I've got to be mm. just studying her and trying to learn, you know, who who is she and what does she feel and what is going on inside of there. And, um, and that's definitely helped me with the girls, the, our girls and they are stamping that selfishness out of me oh, even more. out of both of us. Out of both of us. <laughs> We're in this one together. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> but, so that was a big I turning point for me. And that was like step one out of many, many things that I think God has been doing in ways that God has been using yeah. our marriage and raising kids to help me not be a selfish man anymore. Oh, you're wonderful. No, and I think, I think it is interesting. Like, I think we're very different. And, you know, we talked a little earlier about how we come from such different backgrounds, but I think even our character is different. The things that we struggle with are different. And I think in the same way that you kind of had these external things like faces or whatever, I feel like God has purified my heart a lot and dealt. It was funny. Even today, Jesse and I were reading through, um, I save all of my journals, like, it's actually a problem. I have so many journals. It's like takes up so many space from like the time I was in, you know, I don't know, high school. And so I have the journals from when we first met and we were reading through them today. And Jesse read through all of these. I was just looking for my name. Yeah. He was just looking for his name. He just wanted to know what I was saying about him. And he got like a very intense look at how, what a tortured person I am. (laughs) Where I was I'm ready like, to be encouraged, but as I looked I at some know. of the early ones, I was like, oh, she was very unsure about me. I was like, very he's so, no, but I was like, he's so great. I'm so inspired. But what if he's not the one? And okay, God, like make it clear. But I think that that shows so much of, I think for me, God has had to do so much work in my fear in marriage, in my anxiety in marriage and parenting um, in my surrender, like, I think for you, it was kind of more these external things like yeah. faces or volume, volume. Sure. Um, you know, but I think for me, there's so much that goes on inside that I think God has really been refining mm-hmm. and I'm really thankful. Cause I think those things are just as real. Sometimes they're not, they kind of can go under the radar, but they're just as they important. definitely affect me. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, you know, God is using us to to help one another to grow and to become more like him over the years. Mm-hmm. But as we were reading through those, you know, we can probably close it out here soon. But um, You want to go watch 24. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, but <laughs> but uh, no, I, I just, w- one of the things that was so cool to me about reading your old prayers um, from 10 years ago when we were, just meeting is how many times you just prayed that God would uh that he that his will would be done with us Mm. and to me that was like exactly what the scripture is talking about you know building your life on the rock on what is God's will for you and you were just begging God through these prayers you know there'd be prayers like God he's so handsome and attractive but let that not (laughs) Okay, maybe, maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't say it in those terms, but you were like, "I really love him," but let it, let it, even even though this is His really smolder. 
I know I was looking for I was like looking for the prayers to get like steamy talking about me like no, that that would be weird but um, inappropriate but but no it was it was so cool to me how even though you were you were like God this is really fun you you were like if it's not your will take my feelings away mm. uh, if this is if this is not who you want me to marry and it just showed me like wow this is I think why we're happy I think this is why we're close this is why. Um, you know, like the scripture says, the house will never fall. And I think our hope is uh, we're eight years in and that this marriage is never going to fall because we're building it on the rock. And we have been trying to the best we can yeah. since even before day Oof. one. Yeah. So. Gotta stay humble. So long to go. <laughs> yeah, eight years is awesome, but. We are in the very beginning. Oh, we got a lot to learn. But I, I'm, we're, we're, we're on the right track, and I totally. feel excited about it. No, I think that's great. Well, I'm glad that you came on today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Is that what girls say at the end of this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think for those of you that tuned in today, thanks for listening, coming, getting an insight into our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we clearly are not perfect. Nope. Uh, we are boasting in our weaknesses, as Paul says today. Um, for those of you who aren't married, I hope this was encouraging to know that marriage isn't this. It ain't uh, peaches and cream. It ain't. Yeah, it's it's real, and yeah. and I hope that this can give you hope of okay, what real marriage is and what it isn't, and um, and yeah. So thanks for thanks for listening. I hope this has been encouraging, and... Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. (laughs) Okay, on that note, we'll see you next week.